Hi everybody, I'm Peter Travers and this is Popcorn where we tell you what's happening at the movies. And there's a movie now called Megan Levy that left me in a puddle of uh, appreciation and tears and all earned, by the way. So it is a movie about a woman who's a Marine uh, in combat with a bomb-sniffing dog called Rex. And I thought, this sounds like one of those things that you know, a Disney movie would be made and it would all, everybody would be perfect. It's so imperfect, it's so real. And my guest today, Kate Mara, I think is giving the performance of her career so far. Wow, I mean, thank it was you. raw, it was riveting, it was unexpected in every way. So congratulations. Thank you so much. And now I'm done. So you just talk away. <laughs> Can I leave no. now? <laughs> that was actually the perfect <laughs> review. I will leave. Um, yeah, thank no, you. No, but you set it up like uh, an actual person who did it. Right. Yes. Um, well, what, was, what I loved so much about the story, um, first of all, the fact that it's a, it's a film about a female in the military, that's very rare um, for Hollywood. So I was excited about that. Um, I'm very intrigued by... Megan Levy's um, journey. She starts out as quite, I would say, a lost soul. Um, she doesn't really know what to do with her life. And, um, I think many, many of us have been in Everyone that. can relate to that. <laughs> and we should say on the top that it's a true story. Yeah. Megan Levy's in something that got made up by Hollywood. There right. she is. Yeah. Right, which, is, which was another thing that was very intriguing to me. Um, it's incredibly inspiring. Um, and... I like that you get to see her as a kind of weak human who really finds her voice and finds her strength through, you know, joining the Marine Corps and then also through finding um, that she's really quite gifted at um, dog handling and forming this bond with this incredible uh, canine Marine. Well, he is all that, but there's a lot of, you know, barking and snarling and troublemaking. Right. And uh, that's not just the dog, it's you. Right, you know, I think they're I mean, kind of similar this, in that way. Well, yeah, there's a tough exterior. Yeah. And this dog, Rex, had gotten this reputation. I mean, he's just not a cuddle bug. Right. He's, right, he's, to he say the really least. He really says, yeah, and your character is afraid of him initially. Yeah, I think, I think that's kind of, I mean, that's definitely one of the things that um, made them bond and connect. I think they're both sort of looked at as um, outcasts in a way. And um, she probably weirdly sees herself a bit in this animal that no one really wants necessarily. Mm -hmm. um, and people just look at him as dangerous and, um, and just kind of, you know, don't want anything to do with him. And, and she, she's forced into it. But that said, she really becomes um, connected to him emotionally and it changes her life completely. I know there are several dogs, but yeah. the main dog is named Varko, yeah. German Shepherd. Yeah, we had, you know, there's always a few dogs on set just in case. Um, Varko's not in the just mood. Just in case Varko doesn't feel like <laughs> acting with me. <laughs> um, but, but I've he, done that scene. And right. it was Wouldn't perfect. that be great if we had that? Like, <laughs> I, I just would don't want to do that scene. I don't need it. Did you have a chemistry Bring read in my with, with Varko? Um, <laughs> No, but I, I kind of felt like we should have. At, the, at first, when I didn't know how incredible he was, mm -hmm. I thought they'd bring in, um, you know, an experienced ex-war dog or a dog at least that had been in, you know, ten movies already. <laughs> Varko had never done a movie before. This is his debut. <laughs> um, he steals every scene. And um, we really trained together, so neither of us knew what we were doing. And 
it, you know, it was actually quite appropriate for the roles we were playing. You know, that's what happens in the film and in real life. There was an interesting thing in the movie that you say because, and, and I think it goes for life as well as if you're a, a bomb-sniffing dog and its handler because mm -hmm. you're a corporal mm -hmm. in the Marines in mm -hmm. this, which is talking about everything goes down the leash. Yeah. The sense of if what you're feeling yes. will then be basically be felt by this dog. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, I, I, I experienced it um, a couple times on set with him, and when it happened for the first time, I just, I thought, oh my gosh, this is just a very small taste of what they actually feel um, when, when they're, you know, actually at war. We were doing one of the, one of the big sort of explosive scenes, and um, I was just feeling a little bit anxious, and I was being very, very quiet about it, but Varco is, he's literally attached to your vest, so their leashes are attached to the Marines' vests, or they were then. Mm -hmm. I don't think they do that now, but, um, so he was just kind of sitting next to me, and we were about to do a take, and he could feel my energy, and he, you know, he wasn't like a big cuddling, he, we didn't cuddle and like play a lot, it was mm -hmm. a very like, sort of strict way of acting with him. Um, and he kind of just nudged up against me and put his head on my shoulder. And I could, I could tell he was trying to calm me down. I don't want to give away too much about what happens, but there's a serious side to what's happening in terms of Megan trying basically to adopt Rex mm -hmm. when, when he comes home and you come home. All of them a little traumatized by their experience in Iraq. Mm -hmm. it's, a, it's a horrible thing. And yet people were saying in the, uh, the veterinarian is saying he's unadoptable. Yeah. Because he could, if he sees a child with a toy gun, he mm -hmm. might rip his arm off right. or do something like right. that. That's a heartbreaking notion. And I know you're involved yeah. in animal rights and mm -hmm. what happens. Has mm -hmm. this gotten better since? Uh, I mean, I think it's everyone sort of experiences different things. Mm -hmm. um, I was talking to an ex-Marine the other day who wasn't specifically a canine handler, but even she, she said the same thing. She said, you know, um, everyone has a different story and some people have really beautiful stories about their experience of coming home and mm -hmm. getting their dog back and all of those things. But, um, you know, Megan's story specifically was a really, um, challenging one. Um, and it was all because, you know, Rex, kind of didn't want to behave when he was when he was at the vet which if you think about it if you have animals mm -hmm. I mean my I've got two dogs and one of them is grumpy and you know sometimes acts like a little mm -hmm. but like he's not he 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 shouldn't have that stamp of like unadoptable like Rex did and so I think that um I think it's just a, an important thing for people to understand um and I mean, Rex had that stamped on his papers before yeah. he was home, before he would ever really be able to have that um, diagnosis of PTSD, let's say, yeah. um, which was news to me that animals, I mean, of course animals can have PTSD, but that just wasn't something that I had considered before making this movie. There's, uh, there's another thing about the movie I want to mention, which is your director, uh, Gabriella Calperthwaite, who is so, a documentarian, mm. she had done, a movie that I just worship called, well, isn't it? It's just Blackfishes was about the orcas and captive at mm -hmm. SeaWorld. Mm -hmm. And you look at that and say, this can't be happening, not in the place that we live. And this is her first movie, a scripted mm -hmm. movie. Mm -hmm. What was that like? Well, um, it was quite unlike any experience I've ever had, mostly because she and I became very good friends after I saw Blackfish, because I reached oh. out to her and, and 
like you, I said, I just, I worship this movie. Mm -hmm. I love what you're doing. Um, besides it being a beautiful movie, I, I think that you're, you're, you're one of my heroes for, for standing up against this. And, um, and so we kind of became just friends and shared the same passions and the same um, love of film. And so when she got on board with the film, I already had this innate trust and respect for her. So when we were, you know, shooting these scenes and, um, you know, specifically when you're doing a film with an animal and you're, it's scripted that you're going to be talking to a dog, mm -hmm. you just, cr as an actor, you cringe. Well, yeah. I'll just, and you go, oh, God, yeah. this cannot be. I, I will look ridiculous doing that. But I, I already trusted Gabriella, so I, you know, I sort of had this calm... Um, whenever those scenes would come up, I knew that she would handle them in the right way. And um, it was, yeah, it was just an amazing experience working with a friend. But to go back to basically what you said before about having two dogs yourself. Yeah. What kind are they? They're, they're Boston Terriers. Oh, so yeah. they're, they're... They're very small, which, which for this film, you know, one of the things I had to become very comfortable with was the size? Was the size. I mean, Varco is my size. <laughs> he weighs as much as I do. So I had to, you know, sort of just get used to that and what it feels to hold the leash of a dog who's, you know, 90-something pounds <laughs> rather than a little 17-pound, you know. Uh, but I heard something that just also broke my heart, that the, your dogs are going to be at your wedding. Did it break your heart? It's the sweetest <laughs> thing on earth. Yeah. Most brides yeah. would say, I'm not having my dogs here. Because no one is going to look at me. I, but that, that makes me really happy. I'd much rather <laughs> really? look at the dogs. Like, no? Well, my dogs have been in my life, you know, they're 15 now. Ooh. I know, everyone I know. says that. But I'm I hoping, can't. knock on wood, <laughs> that they'll have a few more years. Yes. Yeah. They still act like puppies. They just have a lot more, you know, vitamins and... They go to. They literally go to therapy three times a week. Do they really? And get like acupuncture and like massages. How great! I Did know. they visit you on the set and meet Varco? They they were in South Carolina when we shot there. Yeah, and they were very confused by the smell. Like I just constantly had German Shepherd, you know, smell on me when I would come home. And they're going, "What's this? Yeah, yeah. Take us back to therapy. Yeah. We don't really like this. Exactly. So I'm I'm asking. So. Jamie Bell's your fiance. Congratulations, mm -hmm. you're Thank engaged. You. Is that the? It is, yeah. Oh, it's beautiful. Thank you. Yeah. Is he a dog person? Um, he certainly Better acts be. like he is. Yeah. Oh. I mean, I don't know if he was before, but yeah, he um, he's great with them. And if he wasn't, then we wouldn't be getting married. I think you know, <laughs> it's like a whole diner thing that's happening. You know, that you have to test somebody. Oh and yeah. Make sure. Come on. Like if you can't no. love my dogs, you're. <laughs> Out. It's over. Right. Also, because you're the football family. Right. Of families, I mean. You can't even turn around. Both sides of the family. Nah, yeah. Great you can't get away from it. <laughs> Giants, Steelers. Mm -hmm. Jamie's a Brit. Yeah, but he's a, he's a, he was originally, I mean, he still is a massive um, English football fan. So he appreciates sports. And he's sort of adopted the Giants, and I've adopted Arsenal. Sometimes when you grow up in a football family, you, you don't want any part of it. I'm taking that's not you. I'm thinking... Oh, no. No. <laughs> no. When your sister Rooney was here, mm -hmm. she seemed to have no interest whatsoever. <laughs> I love it. It was, it was like... <laughs> yeah, no, I, I actually am quite crazy about it. I get very anxious on a Sunday. If I'm working or something and I can't be in front of a TV watching the game, I get really 
Um, yeah, I'm just having, on my phone trying to find it. Yeah. You're barking and snarling. <laughs> yes, right? totally, totally. <laughs> trying to break some, yeah. someone's arm. Yeah, I do I, love football. I heard that you had something in your contract that if it's Super Bowl and your oh, team's Oh, yeah, out. so that... I mean, it's not in every contract because oh, you, well, you don't, you know, if you're shooting a movie over the summer, you really don't have to worry about the Super Bowl. That's right. But I was shooting that uh, the TV show 24 years ago, mm -hmm. and um, and the Steelers got into the Super Bowl, and I had to miss it because I was working on 24, and I was devastated because my entire family was there, of course, mm -hmm. and um, and I really just couldn't get out, obviously, of the show working those specific days. I don't know. I would have just said, I'm very ill today. I know. I should have done that, but then they would have seen me there. They would have. They? You <laughs> Go in disguise. Waving your arms and just screaming to do this. Right. When you were in House of Cards and Kevin Spacey pushed you into the subway tracks, mm -hmm. was it because there was a Super Bowl and you just didn't yeah, want to be done. in it anymore? Like, yeah, hey. No, I'm not going <laughs> to do that anymore. But how did this happen? Football what? Family? I guess you have brothers, right? Yeah, I have two brothers. They don't, they're not in this uh, strange business of... Uh, this acting, acting business? business? No. Just no. the sisters? Yeah. I think that it's, well, it's clearly come from our mother. Um, uh, she's a, just a massive movie lover. And we grew up going to the theater and watching, we, we always watched really old, you know, like movie musicals. Those were the movies we grew up on, my sister God and I. bless you. Yeah, wow. we love it. I yeah. love it. I yeah. mean, our favorite movie um, growing up was um, Lady Jane. Do you remember that? I do. Helen, Not a musical, but Carter. very period. Yeah, period yeah. piece. Um, and then we would watch like Oklahoma, all of those movies. And so it, I think it really comes from my mom and, and her mother as well, my grandmother. So no competition between you and Rooney. You just stay out of each other's... We stay out of each other's way. <laughs> yeah. I never see that. Yeah, right. Um, no, you know what? I Because I was acting for kind of a long time before she became an actress. I, you know, I knew no, no one else in our family was in the business. I didn't have any actor friends. So from the time I was like, I don't know, 14 till, I think my sister started acting when I was about 20, 21 maybe, mm -hmm. maybe later. I didn't have someone to sort of share this craziness with. Um, and so when she became an actor, we actually lived together in my in my apartment for the first year or two. Oh. And we would we would both go on auditions and come home and like talk about the terror um, of, you know, certain auditions and then like, you know, funny stories, things like that. And um, and so it just became something super special that you can actually bond with a sibling over. I mean, that's very rare. You know, we're, we're aware of how unique the situation is. Well, I was just interested in whether you each talk about it when you see one of her movies or she sees yours. Oh, yeah. Do you say, oh, that was really good, but you could have done this. <laughs> I would have done imagine? this. I, it would be horrible. Um, but no, but I also just don't feel, she's a genius actor, so I have never felt that way. Mm -hmm. um, but we definitely, you know, if we're in, if one of us is in a movie that we just don't like very much, there's definitely that conversation of, oh my gosh, it's so embarrassing, I just saw this. Or if, if you're having, like I was I like having, oh. <laughs> you kind of want to warn the other person, like maybe don't see this, this one. one. <laughs> um, but if I'm having like a hard, a hard situation on set, which has happened a few times, um, or my sister is, like she's, she's definitely one of the first people that I will reach out to. 
um, which is, you know, such an amazing thing to no, have. No, it's kind of great. And it, in any career, there's going to be movies that work and don't work. Of you course, know? I don't yeah. know how you deal with it yourself. Or, right. Well, look. You got to laugh. Fantastic Four <laughs> exactly. did not work for me. Right. But Didn't you work and Jamie for me. <laughs> were in it together. Well, yeah. Exactly. You did, did you meet on that movie? No. We knew each other years before. But you bond, you bond over the experience of... You know, of course, during the movie, we're all friends and hanging out, and it's fun. Mm -hmm. But then you really bond when the movie is bombing, and people like yourself hate it. So I did that. You know, you fall, we fell in love, and now we're people getting married. So, there so you, go. you know, screw me. No, I think no. Well, not it isn't. screw you. I, it actually brought us together. Together, you know. Was this always in your head as a kid? Were you? open and just I'm an actress. No, I was very quiet and shy, but I always I was always acting. I mean, I, when I was about 9, I think it was when I did my first, you know, really horrible play. Um <laughs> and uh and my parents were always very very supportive and they always said like, I don't know how she's going to be an actor because she can barely like look people in the eye <laughs> and say hello. <laughs> so, um I've come a long way, I think. <laughs> That's it. Yeah. Now I can look at people. Yeah. It brought me out of my shell, I think. What was that first thing you did where you said to yourself, I can do this now? Well, I think I was delusional and I always thought, oh, I, I can, I oh, can you do that. Oh, always. I can do it. Yeah. You know, I can't look anyone in the eye, but no. I can do this. Yeah, yeah. This is me. I don't know why, but I, you know, that's so, just my mentality as a child. I think you have to hold on to that. Yeah. It's like... <laughs> right. That should never leave. Yeah. Especially should never leave actors. Mm -hmm. You know, it's mm -hmm. a really important thing to have. Yeah. This show, it's the first time you've been on, mm -hmm. ends in song. Mm. Just a little bit of one. A song? Just a Absolutely bit. not. No. You can't nope. say that to me. No. Nope. Your sister... Never gonna happen. ...is horrible about it. My sister didn't sing. No, she didn't. She... No, of course she didn't. You know she what didn't. she does? She, I'm not even gonna sing. But you are a person <laughs> who can do it. You are... I've no. seen you do... The national anthem at football games. It's never going to happen. What? You won't even give me the slightest. <laughs> what I like, I'm like, I like watching you beg. It's just never going to happen. I'm, I'm going <laughs> like this, you know. I'm only asking for a phrase, maybe a bridge of a song. But you know what? I, I'll sing in a Disney, uh, in a Disney animated movie if I ever get. And then you can just watch that over and over again. I don't want to. Uh, <laughs> if you do the Disney animated movie and you sing in it, will you come back and sing? Possibly. Can I get Possibly, that? yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, I still love this movie. Oh, thank you. And I think you're great in it. But, you know, come on. Breaking your Look heart. At me. You, Breaking you your are heart. Marine tough. I know. Wow. Look at that. There's no making you do anything you don't want to do. Absolutely not. <laughs> it's gonna be tough for Jamie. <laughs> it yeah. really is. Yeah. Anyway. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.